good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on which side of the globe you are tuning in from. I would like to welcome you to Anchor FM's hottest podcast in New York City, Universal Life Trinity, the soul's connection to God, Christ, and the universe. I'm Nevaeh Trinity, and today I thought that it would be a great topic to discuss getting your day started with God in mind by setting your intentions. Setting your intentions primarily is knowing what it is that you want. What do you want your day to look like? What is it that you want to get from your day, get out of your day? I can remember when I used to work for this company and in the beginning, like any other job, it was great. I couldn't wait to wake up to get out the house and get my day started doing what I would do at the office. And after a few years, because I was with that company for about 10 years, so after a few years and dealing with my uh, former boss and his anger, after a while, I didn't even want to go to work. I automatically knew every morning, you know, when I woke up, that my day was going to be crappy. I would, I would play scenarios in my head about what I would say if he would say this and what I would do if he did that. And what I did not know I was doing was setting my intention for that day. Had I maybe, no, no maybe, had I had a different outlook, a different attitude, different expectations, I'm sure my day would have went differently. Even if he would have been angry at other uh, co-workers, the way he treated me would have been different. And that's because, like myself, my co-workers set the same intention for their day as well regarding him, my old boss. Now, learning what I've learned and coming to know what I now know, I realized that what you envision in your mind's eye is what's going to play out in, well, this time-space reality we call the physical realm. And when you are setting your intentions with your mind's eye, uh, envisioning how it's going to look, how you're going to feel if such and such happens or if such and such occurs, we screw ourselves up. That's what I've learned. I've been screwing myself up all of those years. And in screwing myself up, did I have a, an unpleasurable experience working there? Today, my life looks so much more different. Today, my intentions are set when I first wake up. And I do that by getting myself in a good space, a good headspace, where I can have a good attitude for my day. My day consists of when I wake up, of course, after going to the bathroom and making my coffee, I, you know, I go on YouTube and I will listen to either uh, Dr. Miles Monroe or I will tune into one of T.D. Jake's videos or even Joyce Myers. I love that woman. You know, and I do that as a reminder of not only who I am, but what I am. And what I am is a creation of God. What I am is a desire by God. God desired me, like God desired you, to exist. 
so that we can create a life as we see fit for ourselves, not how someone else sees it for us, not how, you know, we we think that somebody else thinks about us. God loves us so much that it birthed us for life experiences to be prosperous, to be productive, to be successful, to be amazing, to be magically delicious. Hell, you know? So, like, right now I'm on my way to my daughter's house to go watch my little jelly bean. You know, she brings me so much joy. I look forward to seeing her. And I look forward to seeing her because when I set my day, I'm setting my day to be fun. I'm setting my day to be adventurous. I am also in the midst setting my day up to be uh, productive and because I set my day up like that with those intentions usually that's how it unfolds and if something does occur that would you know shake my intentional space (laughs) if that's even a, a word but if something unfolds that goes against what my intended day looked like It's okay because I'm able to handle it. I'm able to roll with it. I am able to just be okay within it. You know what I mean? And my day will go right back to where I wanted it to be in the beginning, which is fun, adventurous, you know, and magically delicious. When you set your intentions, the best thing to do, I find, is to set your intentions with God as your source. And I'm not talking about the God that has, you know, mood issues or attitude problems or some type, or who is on some some type of ego trip. That's not God. That's the character that man made right along with Santa Claus, you know. Santa Claus will not give you anything if you're not being a good person. You know, that's not how God works. So that's not the God that I'm speaking of. The God that I am speaking of is the God who is spoken of in the Bible. The God that, you know, if you ask, you shall receive. Okay? The God with no conditions on love. The God with no conditions on mercy. The God with no conditions with grace. That's the God that you should set your intentions by. That's the God that you should have in your mind's eye of receiving and achieving anything you want. Because every and anything is as possible as you believe it to be. You know? So my day essentially, like I was saying, is set with this thought in mind. What can I do to help others who cannot help themselves? Because in doing this, putting my focus on them, I know that God will be doing all that I, for me that I cannot do for myself. You know, God sent me to be, God created me to be source, uh, to be a source. And I am a source for seekers, you know. And once you move from seeker to source, you have a whole different attitude. And that's because you are in a new position. When you are in a new position in life, you have a new attitude. So put yourself in that position. You know, like someone who is a cashier, right? And they move to a position uh, 
that's uh, managerial. When you have a position as a manager from a cashier, your attitude changes, right? And of course, because now you are in a space and place of authority. In the Bible, it even states that we are anointed, meaning that we have authority, but we don't always want that authority. We don't need always desire that authority because why? Then that would mean that we would have to be responsible for us and our actions, our reactions, our, and when I say our, I mean the self, the person who is in authority, they have to be uh, accountable for their actions and thoughts. They have to be responsible. They have to be reliable, dependable. These are all the things that comes with that position of authority. And when you become source, you are agreeing to be accountable for your actions and reactions. Because your actions and your reactions, well, sets the tone for the rest of your day. And what unfolds throughout your day is a result that you will see tomorrow. And when I say tomorrow, I don't mean in a 24 hours period. I am just simply implying not today, the day after today, any day after today. Okay. So, excuse me. So when you are um, accountable and responsible, you know, you become committed. You become committed to happiness. You become committed to success. You become committed to love, you become committed to goodness, and most importantly, you are committed to life. Do you know what kind of commitment that is? How great that is? You are committed to life? Oh, man, it is so beautiful, let me tell you. It's a wonderful thing because you are committed to making life better, life for yourself, life for other people and even life on the planet life for the planet this planet is a living breathing vibrating sphere all right well i'm not sure about the breathing part but i do know that it vibrates and excuse me and it and it uh reacts or should i say responds to our vibrational conditions and in its response to our vibrational, uh, our, vib- our vibratory state, and depending on the frequency, which is also the level of intensity of those emotions that are causing you to vibrate a certain way, um, the planet, the universe, as a matter of fact, responds. It's the universe that's responding. And the universe will gather all of the cooperative components that will match that vibration that you are vibrating at the level of intensity that you are having your feelings. And that makes, you know, things happen for you or against you, depending on how you are vibrating. When you are thinking of something that makes you, that that excites you, something that brings you joy if you are in a state of gratitude you are vibrating high and if this and if this feeling is intense enough right <clears throat> what will what will unfold what will manifest what will uh, alternatively be demonstrated 
are the results of your vibration, the results of your thoughts. That's why we must walk in faith. When you walk in faith, everything that you desire to unfold, I promise you, it will come into fruition. Everything. And it will not even look like what the heck you even envision it to look like. Uh, for instance, when I started to build my, uh, my prosperity consciousness, because apparently I had a poverty consciousness, despite the fact that uh, both my parents worked, I came from the hospital right straight into a house. I've never lived outside of my house um, that I was born into. And I didn't want to... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I took tap. I took ballet. I was on uh, the the little league softball team. The only girl, but it was okay because I liked baseball. You know, I uh, took piano lessons. All paid, all funded by my parents. So poverty is something that I didn't think I knew. However, apparently, my consciousness was very familiar with it. So while I was building up my prosperity consciousness, right, I was went from looking at apartments to look, I'm sorry, I was looking at apartments. And then speaking with my mentor and working with my mentor, I started to look into um, condos at his suggestion. At first, I'm not going to lie, it was very, very uncomfortable. I felt as if I did not belong in the in a condo. I couldn't afford a condo. I mean, hell, at that moment when I was looking, I was just perusing out of curiosity. Okay, I wasn't planning on moving. I didn't even have a job. So I'm just curious as to see what the market looked like. So when my mentor suggested that instead of me looking at apartments and I look at condos, and it started to feel uncomfortable for me. I had to uh, figure out a way. How can I raise my consciousness, my prosperity consciousness, without sabotaging myself? Because if I'm looking at a par- uh, condos, right, and I am having ill thoughts about owning one or being in one, if I'm having ill, uh, like I just don't feel like I can get it, I would have never had the opportunity to experience being in a condo. And let me tell you how this unfolds. Remember, I said that what you want will unfold, but it will not look the way you thought or the way you pictured, you know, in your mind's eye as an image, imagination. <laughs> you know, I then decided that, okay, fine. I wanted to be in my condo and I am going to work out of my condo. I wanted to work from home. You know, I wanted to create things my way. I wanted to perform tasks my way. I wanted to do things my way because I'm not my way kind of chick, you know. And I started to envision, like literally put myself in the space of this space that's called a condo, you know. I started looking at luxurious apartments because of the discomfort. So I started looking at this uh, luxury uh, apartments because I felt that luxury apartments were attainable right but condos were not even though i was unemployed luxury apartments for me at that time was attainable and it was attainable because i knew that i can obtain a job i can gain employment in a company that will compensate me enough financially to where i am able to 
afford living in a luxury apartment. After weeks of binge-watching uh, luxury apartments on YouTube, I began to notice something. The layout plans for the condo are, the, are not that different than luxury apartments. And the only difference that there was between a condo and a, um, and a luxury apartment at that time was just the price. So it's like, oh, well, I guess I can't afford to live in a condo. I can't afford to have my experience in the condo. Oh, okay. That's cool, right? So now I'm comfortable enough to now, you know, um, look at condos. I didn't even look at the prices. And when I did see the prices, I looked at the prices as points. I had to literally psych myself out in a way that I knew would be advantageous, advantageous to me because... I know BS, okay? I cannot BS myself. I cannot fake it until I make it because I know that I'm faking it. I, uh, my, 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 logical, my logic will not allow me to fake it until I make it. So I had to psych myself out in another way. And that's by looking at something differently, such as the $1 million price tag on this beautiful condo that I fell in love with. So I'm like, okay, I just need a million points. The video game. I can get a million points. I played video games. I still play video games. You know, I love my my Xbox 360. I love my Left 4 Dead. That's my game. You know, so I can get points. I, I'm 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 confident enough to know that I can get whatever points I am. You know, I, I desire to have. So then, after I stop looking at the price tags, now I am looking at ways that I can work out of my condo. I envision myself, you know, coaching my clients out of the condo. I envision myself um, blogging out of my condo. I envisioned myself doing YouTube videos, you know, vlogging out of my my um, <clears throat> my condo. And the condo that I envisioned, the space, should I say, that I envisioned was one where the walls were white. I had a um, floor-to-ceiling window, <clears throat> and if I'm lucky, excuse me, if I'm lucky, I will have a balcony, right? And I envisioned it all. Months later, my daughter, she uh, contacts me and asks if I would when she gets employed because she was just uh, she had just finished graduating again <laughs> okay if uh, I would babysit my little jelly bean and I'm like hell yeah you know of course I would so without my knowing I was babysitting for about two months where I would spend the week at her at her place and just come home on the weekends right and unbeknownst to me, I didn't even realize that this chick lives in a goddamn condo. And here I am, sleeping, eating, and doing what I wanted to do in my in my vision in the condo. Oh, let me back up a little bit. One of the stipulations I had about the condo was that I didn't want to pay for it. Because <laughs> my mentor, you know, was like, think it, and, and it's yours. You know, he's very into the laws of attraction. 
you know he knows the process of creation and he was teaching me the same so I'm like okay well if he's telling me that I can have a condo without have you know without having a job I'm not saying that I can have a condo without having a job I'm just saying that he told me I can have the condo when I was unemployed <laughs> okay um, that well hell I shouldn't have to pay for it neither and would you know would you believe that that's exactly what I'm doing today which is probably why it's my daughter's condo that I am that I am in as opposed to my own but I still have that opportunity I am in a condo four days a week working I am getting paid instead of me paying for the condo I am getting paid to be in the condo do you understand the significance of this I am getting paid to be in the condo as well as being paid while I am in the condo my daughter and her um, boyfriend they pay me every week to babysit and I have my you know my coaching clients that uh, pays I have I'm, I'm doing my videos out of her house you know should I say out of her spot because it's not a house out of her home okay I'm doing my videos out of her home I'm blogging out of her home I am doing everything that I wanted to do in my vision out of her home a condo that I'm not paying for why because my intentions were set to that I wanted to experience that I wanted to have my experience in a condo working out of a condo and all of these great things and I want to do great things for other people I want to create for other people I want to you know I want to provide other people some solace reprieve you know some type of release from you know the pains and aches and pangs uh, that they're experiencing because I know how hard it is to go through something that is harsh and yet have no way of fixing it believe me I know that you know, I went through a uh, some troubles in uh, 2014 when my marriage came to an end and abruptly came to an end. No preparation, no warning. It, my husband just, my ex-husband, you know, he he was no longer my husband. Right after that day, he was no longer my husband, and I went through that period by myself you know I spent a year by myself trying to fix what was broken in my life in my heart and it wasn't until I got so fed up with life and the way that things were unfolding for me I had to I had to like literally me and God yo God had to explain some things to me because it just wasn't making sense okay I couldn't speak to my family or friends because I didn't want to deal with their uh, their responses, you know, out of care for me because I knew that it would it wouldn't help. And because I knew that it wouldn't help, I would I didn't even think about bringing any of the things that I was going through to their attention. And it also involved other people as well. So I wanted to, you know, protect their identity. I wanted to protect their I wanted to protect their privacy. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I wanted to protect their privacy. So in my wanting to protect their privacy, I had to deal with what I was going through alone. 
So in my asking God, like, yo, dude, seriously, man, I'm not a bad person. I mean, I know I'm not the greatest, but I don't steal. I don't cheat, you know. I don't lie. Well, yeah, I don't. No, I didn't lie. It probably got me into a lot of trouble, but I don't lie. So why am I going through all this crap? Why am I, why is my life falling apart and stuff like that? Me and God after that, we became cool. Like, real talk, God is my ace boom cool. There is no one, no thing that supersedes my ace. God is my ace, my ace boom boom. God is my, my, my spades. God is my trump card, you know? And... With God in my mind, with God on my mind, oh, the things that I was able to accomplish, the things I was able to achieve is unfathomable to anyone who has yet to experience it. My day is always set with God in place first. And when I say God is in place first, I mean that I recognize that I am God seen as me. I am a demonstration, a manifested demonstration of God's existence. <clears throat> Excuse me, of God's existence. Because I didn't get here by myself. And I know you got people that would say, well, my mother made me. But what about who made her mother and, and, and her mother's mother and her mother's mother? You know, I mean, at some point, there has to be a ground zero. There has to be a zero point at some point, you know. So for me, that zero point is God. And I see God as a process. A process, a principle that always functions exactly the same for every individual, for every situation. What you hold, and if you can see it in your mind, you will hold it in your hand. Same thing with God. God had a desire to experience itself as God. And the only way that God can experience is itself as God is through creation. Creation is the proof of God's beingness. Creation is the proof that God is, 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 is around, you know, and because I have this evidence of God's not only existence, but of God's powers and of God's strengths and God's desires for good, happiness, and truth and light, I set my day by that. I don't have to look towards any human being to give me anything that I desire because I know that God, by gathering all the cooperative, uh, all of the cooperative components, will send who and what to me, or me to who or what I need, where I need to go. You understand? God is working everything. All we have to do is desire, have good intent, meaning good thoughts, thoughts about things that you're going to do that are good, not just for you, but for all of mankind, God will, God will make it happen. All you have to do is just want it, want it, and, and feel, 
It's all about your, your thoughts and your feelings. Your thoughts set the picture of what it is you desire. And your feelings, your feelings sets the tone on how you are going to experience it. So let's take money because I love money and money is something that we all can relate to, right? Now, let's say I want, you know, my, my light bill is coming up. I don't have the money. I'm, I want the money. So I will set, you know, in my mind's eye that, yeah, you know, it would be nice if I would be able to pay my dad's bill this month <laughs> on time, you know. I don't have the money right now, but you know what? It'll come. Now, if I think about the money and the bill, and I begin to worry because, well, the clocks are ticking, guess what's going to happen? Because I worried, I am not going to get the money. But if I thought about the money and getting the money, and I am... I'm confident. That's what faith is. Faith is having confidence in the outcome. All right. I'm confident that the money will come because I know that, you know, what we vibrate out is the experience that we're going to receive back in physical form. If I am having good thoughts about it, then guess what? The money will come from somewhere unexpected. I kid you not. Here's an example. Uh, last year, I decided to go back to making my gel candles because, well, you know, um, I used to do that years ago and my brother talked me into going back, to going back at it. Now, all right, again, here I was still unemployed. Yeah, a lot of things happened in the two years that I was unemployed. But here I am unemployed and I have no funds really for supplies or anything like that. But... I didn't mind. I didn't worry. Because at this, at this time, in this point right now, my faith, my, my confidence is strong. My confidence is strong, strong. So I am just shopping online as if I already had the money. You know, in other words, I'm not looking at something and saying, oh, crap, I can't afford it right now. No, I won't be able to afford that. Oh, man, that costs too much. Because in all, in all actuality, I had zero dollars any goddamn way. So even if I looked at a pencil online, I would be like, oh man, I love the pencil, but I can't afford the shipping and handling. You know, something would have interfered with my getting what it is that I desire. But I just went along and I just, you know, opened up accounts and I'm putting things in the shopping basket and such and such. I mean, stuff like that. And lo and behold, I received an $800 check in the mail. From a law, uh, from a, what is that, uh, uh, what is that, a class action lawsuit, that's what it's called, $800 check from a class action lawsuit that I was not expecting, you know what I did with that money, right, you damn right, I went and I ordered my supplies, sure did, so I began making candles again, so I'm just saying that God's ways Methods, means of doing anything, of getting anything done is beyond our limited sight. And it's because, well, we are only able to know what we've already experienced. If we have yet to experience it, we will never know it. Makes sense, right? Yeah, I know, but uh, 
it's still elusive. It's still, you know, people, we just don't keep that in mind. We're not mindful about that. That goes also with setting your intentions. When you are setting your intentions, you have to be mindful of what it is that you believe that you want. And if in knowing what you want, then you have to have confidence in knowing that you are going to get it. When you know that you are going to get it, I mean, you're feeling good. You're not worried because it's a knowing. There's no such thing as a blind faith where faith is like, well, I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. That's not faith. Faith is confidence in knowing that something is going to unfold. And you have this confidence in your knowing by recognizing, or should I say learning, how things unfold. Learning the creation process. Learning all about the creation process. Once you are able to learn about the creation process, you begin to have faith, uh, uh, confidence. And in your confidence, you're able to walk in faith. And when you are walking in faith, everything that you desire, for the most part, will unfold. Whether it's today, tomorrow, or next year, it'll unfold. Depending on how big of the thing that you're asking for, how much effort you are putting towards doing what it is that you're asking for. Like, for instance, me being successful, me be achieving great goals, big goals, goals that I am not familiar with by seeing from my family members or my friends, you know, I'm only able to think big, dream big because of my mentor. Without my mentor, I would be nowhere near here. I don't know where I would be, but I can guarantee you it would not be in a good place. It would not be in a good place. One, because of the way that my marriage ended and the bitterness that I had along with it. That bitterness would have ate me alive and everything I touched would have failed. Because I would not have had God on my mind. I would have had this thing about God forsaking me. God just abandoning me. God not caring about me. And because I would have had those thoughts... Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it would not have been a good outcome at all. And it couldn't be. Not at all. So now I know that God loves me. God has to love me because God doesn't create out of hate. Right? (laughs) God loves me. God wants everything that the Bible says it wants for me. In other words, God wants for me what I want for me. My will is God's will. And I believe that. I believe that my will is God's will. Because if the Bible states, ask and I shall receive, then that's my will. That's not God's will. That's my will. Right? So God is pretty much bidding my wills. And because I know that God bids uh, bids my wills, well, then I have to be mindful on what I am calling for. God will give you an experience that'll make your, you know, that, that, that'll anger you or bring you joy, but you're going to get what you want. You have to understand that. Sorry if you heard the outsider still driving, you know, um, you get everything you want and 
you get what you want by the thoughts that you hold and your feelings that are that is going to vibrate come into vibrate you know come as uh energy and energy vibrates right so it's going to vibrate a particular way so when you set your intentions for something to happen and how like for instance my boss uh my former boss is being you know mean <laughs> okay uh if I went to work with the intention that, okay, because I knew he was going to be me, at least in my mind's eye, I knew he was going to be me. So if I would have set the intentions of when or if he acts up, <laughs> okay, I am going to be patient. I'm going to be understanding. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be all of these things. Guess what? When that, when he did act up, I would have behaved that way and that would have changed my whole outcome of my days but because i knew he was going to act up right well now i am preparing myself for the confliction i'm sorry for the um for 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 what do you call that conflict yeah for conflict in a combative way well that's exactly how it unfolded knowing what i know now let me tell you something my life is absolutely amazing there is no situation or condition that i am not prepared to handle okay i am so pleased so pleased with how everything is unfolding i am in such gratitude of what has already been demonstrated God is good. You just have to believe that God believes that you are good and that God wants good for you. You have to know that God wants what you want. So if you're not getting what it is that you are wanting, then it is time. Then it is time for you to change what it is that you're asking for. And you change this by set resetting your intentions. I hope this was a good topic for you because I love talking about God. So if you are tuning in in the future, you got to believe, you best to prepare. You are going to hear about the goodness of God because God is good. God is good. God is good. Like right now, here I am. Just pulled up to my daughter's house and I got parking. The best parking spot at that why because i already set my day that all things will go right okay everything and anything that i desire to unfold will unfold exactly the way that i want it to well not exactly it will definitely always unfold better because i am experiencing new experiences so when things things that are that are unfolding now for me are new experiences that I am having and it's wonderful so how do you set your intention for a good day one know that you are in absolute charge of your reaction to stimuli you are in absolute charge of how you respond to your outer surroundings, your, you know, what's going on in the environment. If someone comes and is nasty, you don't have to be nasty. 
You really don't. It doesn't make life any better for you to match their mood and think that by matching their mood, your mood will get better. It's not. Yeah, you may feel like, yeah, I'm not a pushover, you know, but that that does nothing. You know, that does nothing to enhance your day. Set your day. Set your intention to where you know that it's going to be great no matter what unfolds. Move from seeker to source. Moving from seeker to source allows you, allows you to be of service to other people. And when you are of service to other people, it's no longer about you. What happens after that is no longer about you. Now it's about what can I do to make that miserable person's life, the, uh, yeah, that miserable per- that miserable person's life better. <laughs> because it's a sign that, well, guess what? They need you. It's a sign that they need you. They need love from you. They need respect from you. Hurting people hurts people all the time. Hurting people always hurt people. You will never find someone who is not hurting hurt someone. Hurt people hurting people hurts people. Keep that in mind when you set your intention for your day. Hurting people hurts people. So when hurting people into your life and you know they enter your life and they bring with it chaos you are the source that will you know make sense out of the chaos bring clarity to that chaos for that individual you can't expect hurting people to treat you in a healthy way that's not that's not possible okay hurting people hurts unhealthy people bring unhealthy things Unhealthy people brings unhealthy thoughts, unhealthy actions. Why? Because they have an unhealthy mind. An unhealthy mind cannot function of you know function as if it was not unhealthy, because then it wouldn't be what it is. Moving from seeker to source as your intent really is all that you need. Be the source of happiness. Be the source of love. Be the source of respect. You know, be the source of confidence. Be the source of light during someone else's darkest moments. Setting your intentions in that manner will allow you to handle anything that comes your way. So that's it. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the advice I have for you. Set your intentions by becoming source. Why? Because you are reliant on a more powerful source. So just like you are relying on a more powerful source, a source unseen, other people are re- you know are. Um, relying on sources as well sources for happiness sources for joy sources for a way of being successful sources for anything that's pleasurable and desirable 
They're seeking source, you know, sources for that. Be that source. Be that source of financial assistance to that individual with the sign on the road that's asking for assistance because they've lost their job. I mean, I get it. You have con con artists out there in every aspects of life, but you don't know. You cannot decide. You cannot choose which individual is a con artist or which individual is sincere. And that is not for you to decide. It's not for you to choose. You do what you can because you can for others. And God will do all that you cannot for yourself. This is Nevaeh Trinity. You were listening to Universal Life Trinity, the soul's connection to God, Christ, and the universe on Anchor FM. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm wishing you all a prosperous, successful, blessed day. Later, guys.
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on what side of the globe you are tuning in from. My name is Trinity, and you are listening to my podcast on Anchor FM, Universal Life Trinity. I thought that that was a perfect song to start this podcast with this morning, as you are commuting with me. And that is because, you know, a lot of times, at least for myself, I know that there are things that I want to do. There are things that I would love to create, you know, just for you guys so that you guys can heal, get some type of reprieve or even a little bit of a little bit of solace. And I find that for myself, it was hard in the beginning, even to start this podcast. I think this is my fourth one so far. And it was hard for me because I didn't really believe in myself. That and a lot of the things that I am going to be talking about or or I would need, let's say need to talk about, that I would need to talk about, you know, it would affect family members, you know, uh, old friends may get offended if they ever listen to what I am uh, sharing and I didn't want that. I didn't want anyone to be offended because of my success. I didn't want anyone to be offended because, you know, I choose to say or share what it is that's in my heart. And um, <clears throat> yesterday I was going through that a little bit until I started journaling. And while I was journaling, it dawned on me that that's what was stopping me from moving forward other people's feelings. And I've come to realize also that, well, you know what? I can't care about their feelings because they're going to feel how they're feeling regardless of what it is that I'm doing. And they're doing what it is that they're doing despite or with no regards to my feelings. Not to say anyone is hurting my feelings, but had I been someone different, definitely feelings would have gotten hurt. And um, it's okay. You know, I had to accept the fact that it's okay that I share what I share because I'm not sharing what I'm sharing out of malice. I'm not sharing what I'm sharing to be mean, spiteful, or vengeful or any of, you know, any of those things. I'm sharing because, well, it's my story. And my story will help other people with their story. And my purpose is not to be loyal to the feelings of other people, but to really be authentic in who I say I am. And if I say that I am authentic, well, then that means I also have to be transparent. And it's in my transparency that other people will gain some type of knowing, you know, and I think that is more important to me than being loyal to people who don't even want better for themselves, you know, and I can't let other people stop me. God chose me. God called me. And you know what? Damn it. I'm going to (laughs) answer. You know, I don't answer everybody's phone calls. I don't answer everybody's knocks on my door but you know what when it comes to God I will definitely answer 
that call. I will definitely respond to that knock because it, I am not living for myself. I'm not living for my family. I'm not living for people who I once knew. I am living for God and I have to live for God because it is God who is there for me when no one else was. And I don't want that to sound like a cliche or anything like that. You know, I mean, it's the truth. When I was at my worst, when I found myself to be at my lowest, the only thing that I found comfort in was God. Understanding what God was not allowed me to know what God is, you know, and God is good. God is good. God is good for no reason at all. That's what makes God's goodness so great. God's goodness is for no reason. God's goodness, God's love is just because God can and God does. God's love is so unconditional. The mind is unable to wrap itself around that concept of God's love and God's goodness. And it's not until you are able to experience God's love and God's goodness. And I don't mean by getting something you want. I don't mean experiencing God through anything materialistic. In fact, it's the exact opposite. The only way I was able to experience God's love and God's goodness was from spirit, by you know, becoming or connecting as spirit. And when I say connecting as spirit, I am simply implying that, you know, we cannot grasp God with the mind. Okay, I didn't have my experience with God through the mind. I had my experience through God through, through an awakening experience where I detached from the body, the eye that the naked eyes cannot see, I detached from the body. And it's in my detaching from the body was I able to merge with the oneness there is, the all that there is. And it was then that I got a, an absolute understanding, an empirical knowing of what God is. God wasn't what I thought God was. In fact, I had God all wrong. I had God with mood issues. <laughs> you know, I had God as an egotistical spirit that demanded from us, that was needy, that, um, you know, that just couldn't get it right. Hence, Noah and the Ark and wiping out mankind. You know, I had God completely wrong. And so many of us also have God completely wrong. Many of us believe that we know God, but we don't know God. We just adopted a belief about what other people or someone else thought God was or how God should be. And it was all wrong. And um, I'm glad that I know better now. And in knowing better now, am I able to serve my purpose? And that's to teach. Teach about God. Teach about soul care. Teach about personal development. Teach about self-development. Teach about all the things that are 
holding so many of us back from succeeding or even living life fully. We're existing in these days. We're not living. At least I don't see that. <clears throat> At least not from those who I'm familiar with. And I understand why I'm not seeing it from those who I'm familiar with because who I'm familiar with had the same wrong idea about God just like I did, you know? So, you know, now I find that I have to remove myself from that circle or should I say dissolve that circle and start to engage and interact with other people who I am not familiar with. I have to create a new circle where I am leading. Because when you serve God, you are in a role of leadership. And if you are not prepared to be a leader, it's going to be really hard to serve God. There are so many who don't understand what it is that I'm doing. There are so many people who I think, and I could be wrong, but I doubt it, who I think you know, may look at me some type of way as being crazy or psycho. You know, here I am at one point would never step foot in a church unless it was family and friends day or it was a wedding. I didn't attend too many funerals. Um, and that's by choice, you know. But now here I am speaking the word of God, you know, teaching the word of God. Oh man, and and it, it's 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 lonely at times, but it's only lonely when I think about myself. You know, I don't have friends. I don't have this. I don't have that. But when I come to the um, realization that whatever I I've gone through in my in my in my life, and all that I'm doing now are not for myself. I'm not doing any of the things that I'm doing for myself, nor has anything that has happened to me was for myself. It was for me to be able to relate to you and your pains and pangs and trials and tribulations. You know, I had to overcome all of mine so that I can teach you how to overcome yours. And if I allow other people's sensitivity, you know, and, and, um, you know, and, and cluttered thinking interfere with that, then I went through all that I went through for nothing. And let me tell you, I've been through some stuff, and I will be damned if I allow someone else, you know, to be the cause of why, I'm sorry, to be the cause of me going through all of that I've gone through for nothing. That's not happening. Not I, says Nevaeh. That's not happening. What will happen, though, is that I will become more brave. I will become more courageous and, and just do what I have to do. Serving my purpose. I mean, I used to wonder what was my purpose. I used to wonder what was the meaning of all of this. And now that I found it, or should I say now that I found them both, I don't think I can ever go back. You know, I can never go backwards because now I know my purpose. So now that I know my purpose, it is my responsibility to walk in my purpose purposefully. 
Okay, when I'm when you're serving your purpose, you have to move purposefully. I can no longer move haphazardly. You know, I have to definitely uh, become more structured and disciplined in what I'm doing. Knowing what I know now, I don't think that that should be an issue. I don't think that should be a problem for me. I just have to just make sure that I'm not lazy. It's easy. It's really easy when you're doing stuff for yourself, by yourself. It's really easy to become lazy. It's really easy to become distracted. It is so easy to lose focus, you know, and become complacent in doing the things that are no long, that, that are not serving me. And I, I know that I have to, I have to do better and I will do better. You know, in fact, I'm doing better right now by doing this podcast. I'm supposed to do it every day, I think, like five days a week. And I have not done uh, a podcast, I believe, in a week now. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm new at this. I'm adjusting to this. I'm, I'm finding my way. I'm finding my niche. I'm finding that, well, there are things that I don't know about this. And I'm learning it. And I'm proud of me. I am proud of me. I am. If no one else is, it doesn't matter. I am proud of me. Because I know that it will all, it'll be so much better in the future. I'm creating my future today. I'm living my future today. You know, I can see it. I can see where I'm where I want to go I can see what it looks like I can feel what it what it feels like and I'm loving every ounce of it I get nervous yes but it's okay I always get nervous I'm a nervous birdie <laughs> but I don't let my nerves at least I try not to allow my nerves to get the best of me to where I am not being productive or you know uh, conducive Serving your purpose, living for God, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard. It's tedious that it is. You have to remain conscious, uh, conscious. That's true. But serving God is it's in our nature because serving God is just really serving love. God is love. That's all God is. God is love. If you want to know what God is, God is love. You want to know what God looks like? Well, look beyond the things you can see because the things you can see are the evidence of God. God is in the thing you cannot see. And the fact that you're even seeing anything should be enough for anyone to have faith in God's powers, in God's strength, in God's will, and in God's love for us. I feel so wonderful this morning. Now, you know, I am on my way to go <clears throat> babysit my little jelly bean, you know, and I hadn't seen her in a couple of days, so I am really excited to be with her. I'm excited to be with her because she reminds me of what it is to just be, to be in the moment, to be where you are. She reminds me not to worry because, well, all is good and all is God. She's 11 months and I'm learning so much from her. I'm learning 
so much from her and that's why I enjoy getting my behind up early in the damn morning and take this trip over the bridge <laughs> to see my little jelly bean you know and she helps me with my purpose you know she doesn't know me yet and because she doesn't know me yet I am free to be me you know what speaking of that I'm glad that I just said that because I that's also very important when you're serving your purpose I find that serving my purpose is not easy when I am doing it with other people who are familiar with the old me in my presence. I feel uncomfortable. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has ever felt this. I'm sure I'm not the only one who is feeling this, which makes me feel so much better about the feelings that I'm feeling. You know, I I, I don't feel comfortable. So... I realize that I have to be around people who doesn't know the old me. Because the people that knew the old me still sees me as the old me and treats me as the old me. And I am moving, I've already moved past the old me. I can't be who they want me to be. And If I allow them to, they will keep me into that space of oldness. I will remain in that space of old. I will continue to get the same experiences that I do not desire. I will continue to not be happy, to, you know, feeling unfulfilled or have a, should I say, have a sense of unfulfillment. I wouldn't be able to move in my greatness, through my greatness, as greatness, because they don't see that in me. Their perception of me is such that no matter what I do, unless or until I make millions of dollars, will they see me as someone different? You know, and that's why I said it's kind of lonely when you're serving your purpose. And I'm not saying your purpose should be serving God. I'm saying that serving your purpose should be done with God in mind. Serving your purpose should be done with God in mind. You can do whatever. Uh, I mean, I speak about God. I teach about God. Yes, I can do that all day if I was allowed to. However, I know that's not real, my, my current reality. So I am also a holistic and wellness coach. I serve my purpose in that way too. My purpose is to heal. My purpose is to, you know, to teach. And that's what I do. And I do so in, 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 in many ways. I, I teach through my blog site. I teach through my YouTube channel. I teach on here. I teach, uh, what else do I do? I know I'm missing something. I got five things going on for me. I got my, my webcast. I have my, I'm sorry, my podcast, my YouTube channel, my blog site. My coaching and the fifth one, I don't know why I can't remember that. Huh. But I got something else that I'm also doing. Oh, creating an online course. So I you know, I'm doing I'm teaching in five on five different platforms in five different ways because I knew how to become resourceful. <laughs> you know, I use what I already have. I started where I am and I'm moving forward from there. 
<clears throat> we gotta remove ourselves from what's familiar. Our comfort zone, you know, has to start to become uncomfortable in order for us to move forward and to do what it is that we desire to do the way that we desire to do it. You know, I just can't do it with people knowing what it is that I'm doing, meaning the individuals who knew the old me. They can't know what I am doing. I can only, and I will only share what it is that I've already completed, what I've already done, and only if they ask. You know, for like about a year now, I've been saying I am writing a book until it came to a point where I started saying I'm living my book. You know, I wanted to write a book. I started writing a book. I mean, I started many different types of books. I haven't finished it, but I realized that, well, I haven't learned anything really yet enough for me to feel comfortable to be sharing anything in a book, <laughs> to fill up the space of a read, you know, and have it to be a good, worthwhile read. I don't want to just write a book. I want to write something of substance, something that's substantial, and hold some type of weight. Anybody can write a book. I, I, I want to write one that is impactful. You know, so first I have to continue to get past all of these limiting ideas and, and beliefs that I have for myself, of myself, before I can do any of those things. And I'm okay with that. I really am. I'm in no rush. You know, I have forever. Life is eternal. It says so in the Bible. <laughs> Life is eternal And I've experienced that for myself as well So I'm in no rush with the book But I am uh, In a rush about the course And I have to Become more disciplined Like I said earlier I have to become more focused I have to do what I have to do when I have to do it. I have to work as if I was working for somebody else. I have to commit to some, I would have to commit to myself the way I would commit to another person's business, you know? That's not easy because I have so much freedom. The consequences aren't the same. I mean, they're the same, you know? If I don't do the job when I work for someone else, I won't get paid. It's the same thing, but I won't feel it as much because it's not a weekly paycheck that I'm going to be missing out on. It's just a bulk of money, which I haven't had yet to where it's going to be impactful if I don't complete my project. And notice how I said yet. I love the fact that I said yet because I can see that I will become like super duper successful where I'm going to be like, yes, I got to get this out because I got to get, you know, my money the money I'm accustomed to, you know, I have big dreams. You can't share big dreams with others who are not even willing to dream for themselves. Others who won't be able to see your dreams because they lack a dream of their own. Many people aren't dreaming. They're just sleeping. <laughs> They're having dreamless sleep cycles going on during their wake hours and um, we have to remove ourselves from that we really do <sighs> what else did I want to, to touch on where it concerns the purpose finding your purpose oh yes I don't know 
about other people. For me, I didn't find my purpose. My purpose found me, which made finding my purpose so much easier. <laughs> my purpose found me. I just listened to my voice. I just followed my gut. And before I knew it, this is what I'm doing. I am, I'm, I'm doing what I like to do. I like to talk uninterruptedly. I like to share. I like to teach. And while well, I find that I'm doing that, with the many platforms that I am occupying right now. And um, you don't have to worry about finding your purpose. Your purpose will find you. As long as you live authentically, your purpose will find you. As long as you are doing what you need to do to get you, you know, to get you through your, your, your next task, you will find meaning in what it is that you're doing. You don't have to find the meaning of life. The meaning of life will find you. You don't have to find your purpose. Your purpose will find you. You know, you just just do what you feel will be best for others. And it'll all fall in place all by itself. Um, the hardest part for me with following my, serving my purpose, not following my purpose, serving my purpose is again the the thoughts that I have so my thoughts my own inner thoughts are somewhat delaying me I'm not gonna say it's stopping me because I'm doing my thing but it is delaying me I have to be more mindful of my the thoughts that I'm holding the beliefs that I'm carrying as my own and um, once I can doubt once I can get a, a, a good hold on that I know that my life will be even more unrecognizable than it already is. Today, I, my life is, is, is unrecognizable in comparison to my yesteryears. You know, um, I, I'm loving every bit of it. I feel the momentum. I, 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 I feel the change in me, in my life. I can see the results of the change demonstrated in my life. And I just have to be okay with fitting, I'm sorry, filling that role of leadership, of filling my role as an entrepreneur and filling my role as, you know, a, uh, anything that is new. I have, I'm, and, and, and slowly but surely, I'm seeing myself more and more in that role. I would probably see myself better in that role if I can, if I would just stop being so damn scary and lazy and easily distracted. If I were to actually do some stuff that that role would call for, like doing YouTube videos more or writing more or really focusing on my online course that I'm creating. Sorry about the slurp, it's morning time, it's my coffee time, and I got a really big 7-Eleven, how many gallons is this? A lot of gallons. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of gallons going on. So I apologize for the slurping sound from now. But yeah, and I am excited to even come back a year from today and listen to these podcasts and see how far I came. You know, I do that with my YouTube videos, and I realized that, wow, yeah, I in, in four months, 
four or five months, I can see the difference in the quality of my videos. It's not that I'm using anything different. I'm not using any different um, uh, gadgets, you know, or cameras or anything. I am just doing it differently. I am just adding more of my flavor to my videos. I'm, 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 I'm finding myself. I'm finding my place in the uh, the world of vlogging. You know, even in my blogs, I, I'm finding that there's a difference in my writing and everything. So I am just so excited to see where this podcast will lead me. I'm going to throw that in the air. I want to see myself with the big ass headphones in front of a computer, you know, or, or, or something and having just my own little podcast recording space. That'll be great. You know, sitting down at a desk blog um you know doing my podcast I, I i see what equipment i develop see what type of style i will have i'm excited to see what next year brings i just wish it was this year but i i can't rush the process but oh how i would love to just nudge it up a bit <laughs> but that's gonna take effort and that's definitely gonna take time and I'm okay with that. I just want to see where I am next year and what I will be saying, what I will be sharing, you know, what my purpose uh, looks like, you know, next. And it's, it's, it's going to be great and I'm excited. But until then, I will have to continue just doing what I'm doing, but better continue doing more of what needs to be done more frequent (laughs) and I know that before I know it it'll be next year and I probably will not be doing it the way that I'm doing it today in fact it'll be so much better coffee slurp sorry one more you can't just slurp coffee once you got to do that two slurp thing (laughs) yeah Yeah, but until then, you know, well, hey, it is what it is, and I'm okay with that. This is not going to be a long podcast. Um, Right now, I I actually wasn't really prepared. I just knew what I wanted to talk about as I was brushing my teeth. I was like, oh, yeah, I can talk about purpose, because I was listening to TDJs. I listen to him in the mornings, and my intention is that just by listening to him or Joyce Myers or Sadagaru. Ooh, I love saying that name. Sadagaru. <laughs> but with that said, um, you know, I don't think uh, like these next few podcasts will have any actual structure yet because like I said, I'm still trying to find myself. I'm still trying to find an intro. I'm, I'm still learning the daggone podcast, the, uh, the app itself. Not that it's much to learn, but I'm still learning it and feeling my way through. So these are going to be kind of crappy, but it doesn't matter. At least I am moving. I am putting forth effort. I don't need it to be perfect. Not just yet. I just need it to get done. I need to develop some type of discipline and with more practice, more it'll become the more better I will become the more fluent I will be and and, and it's gonna be great so this right now is just the process that I am just okay with and um, all is well 
with that said, it's your girl Nevea. If you like you, if you are a reader, you can go to my blog site at www.neveadevanchatrinity.com. That's N as in Nancy, A, V as in Victor, A, E, H, D as in David, E, V as in Victor, A, N as in Nancy, S, H, A, Trinity, T, R, I, N, I, T, Y, and I'm sure you got the dot com. Or you can go to my YouTube channel and check out my, uh, my, uh, my videos at Nevaeh Devonshire Trinity. I'm there. And uh, what else was there? And that's it for now. So if you are a, a watcher or a reader, want to get some of my content, want to get some of my content, you should go over there and check out those sites. Leave me a comment on each. I love interacting with my viewers, my readers, and my listeners. And I am wishing you all a magically delicious day. It's your girl, Nevaeh, and I'm out. Later, guys.